Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Our Community, our December edition of Our Community. My name is Andy Thornton, President and CEO of the Greater Peoria Family YMCA. We're missing somebody today. My co-host, Rocky Ziegler, is unable to be with us today, but happy to have Jake Hammond here with us today, um, who I believe your title, Jake, is the founder and executive yeah. director of the Peoria Innovation Alliance. Is That's that right? correct. Yeah, Is glad right? to be here. You got yeah. it right. So I looked it up properly on the internet. <laughs> um, and for those of you out there with the I've Decided community, you'll recognize that our weekly winning word this week is advantage. And the definition for advantage is a condition or circumstance that puts one in a favorable or superior position. So I've got Jake here this week as my guest. And um, I think we can tie this word into the work that you're doing around innovation, Jake, and I'm yeah. really excited about that. Um, so what I'd like to do is just learn from you all the efforts that have been going on in our community around innovation that sure. help give our community a advantage over others like us mm -hmm. and those that are around us. So I thought maybe to get started, mm -hmm. could you just define what is innovation for us? Yeah, absolutely. So, I don't know. I think there's a lot of definitions around innovation. It can sure. be a variety of things to a variety of people. Um, I'm looking at our overview. The way that we describe it, right, is a quote from a guy named Scott Birkin. So, for us, innovation is significant positive change. It's a result. It's an outcome. It's something you work towards. So, yeah, for us, right, we believe that um, while it's, like I said, often associated with technology, yeah. um, it's merely approaching a problem from a renewed perspective and achieving a significant change. So the technology really component of it is, is kind of evergreen now, right? Mm -hmm. Everything that we do today in today's society has some type of yeah. technology component. Sure. Um, so no real need to call it <clears throat> you know, technology related. It's about making significant positive change. So that's kind of how we describe it. Well, I, that's interesting because you know, I don't, <coughs> I don't I'm not an expert in innovation by any chance. At least I don't consider myself to be. But I always think about the technology piece too. And the way that you described it, can you repeat that definition yeah, again? absolutely. So in innovation is significant positive change. It's a result. It's an outcome. It's something you work towards. And so significant positive change, that has to do with anything. It does. Any part of our life. It does, right? yeah. Whether yep. it be business related, personal related, mm -hmm. spiritually related, anything that we do, innovation could be or probably should be. Yeah, and I think, I, to your credit, I think you are an innovator. I think most of us that are you know, participating in these various initiatives, things yeah. around town, right, they're looking at, the second part of this was, right, just approaching a problem from a renewed perspective, yeah. right, of you know, the way we've been doing it or something we tried in the past isn't working, yeah. so we're gonna look at it from a different angle and see if we can figure it out. That's an interesting perspective. We've been doing this for two minutes and you've already enlightened me. <laughs> So I, I'm going to change my self-description. I am an innovator. Absolutely. I like that. That's, that's really cool. Thank yeah. you um, for sharing that with me. Mm -hmm. So let's, let's talk about then the Pure Innovation Alliance, your business, your mm -hmm. organization, your creation. Um, what exactly is the Pure Innovation Alliance doing 
um, to help grow the awareness, the engagement, and the effectiveness of innovation mm -hmm. in our region? That's a great question, um, and it's probably a really long answer. There's a lot of different <laughs> things right. that we're doing. We still got about 17 minutes. Okay, left, all right, so we're so good. We're good. Um, so we have really five different pillars um, of what we're doing within the Innovation Alliance that mm -hmm. um, working groups, if you will. So, and then there's some projects which we'll talk about too. But our five quickly, our five pillars are education, sure. entrepreneurial education. Sure. So helping anybody from you know kindergarten and youth through adulthood around uh, becoming an innovator, becoming an entrepreneur, those types of things. Okay. Um, the second one is a seed fund and an accelerator. So we're still in the midst of working on that with some other entities of one of the things that's been lacking in our region for several years is capital, right? To help okay. companies, yeah, right. early stage companies get started, not your traditional banks or VC or venture capitalists. Okay. So how do we put, pull together a small, or a, a, not a small pool of money, but a substantial pool of money that can be invested in small amounts into many companies. So mm -hmm. essentially diversifying risk. Um, the third piece is Pure Made, which we'll talk about, which is really a platform, both an online platform as well as a physical storefront mm -hmm. to help enable our makers, artisans, and artists, um, which we can talk about. That just opened recently, right? It did, yeah. We just had our first official open day on Monday, um, and then last Monday. Sure. Then um, Pure On Purpose, mm -hmm. which is our storytelling effort. Um, and that's one of the things kind of where this started was and kind of ties to this of, you know, when I'd go travel outside of Peoria and people would ask where you're from, mm -hmm. you know, and you tell them you're from Peoria, it was met with some cynicism or some like, oh, I heard <laughs> this bad thing or right, this negative right, thing. Right. But having knowledge of what was happening in the community, you're always able to kind of combat that and be like, actually, it's not that bad. Yeah. Let me tell you about this, this, and this. But right. if people don't know, yeah. right, both our own regional people as well as from a national perspective, then you can never combat that. We continue to perpetuate this negative perception. Right. Um, and then the last piece is um, just around the Smart City uh, Innovation District effort, which we've established with the help of the city right. uh, in downtown Peoria, nine block area, that's kind of our innovation district. So those are our five, um, I guess, key initiatives or key pillars and everything else kind of falls underneath one of those. Okay. So let's let's then dig into this downtown innovation district. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> I know very little about it. Yep. I know it's nine city blocks. Mm -hmm. Is that right? Correct. Um, and it's for the recruitment of new business. Is that fair to say? Fair to say. Yep. And it's there for um, it's it'd be a perfect place for startups and entrepreneurs to kind of get themselves started. Mm -hmm. Took that off the website. Yep. Just doing some of the research. But what what exactly is this um, downtown innovation district supposed to do? Yeah, it's a fair question. I've got that a lot of really for us and the way we approached it was primarily a placemaking activity, okay. right? Of, of saying we're serious about as a community, right? We're serious about innovation, what it means for our future. And we're going to define a nine block area to concentrate activity, knowing at least with the area that we picked, there was already there were already things in the works or things going on. Right. Um, and innovation districts are not new; they've been done across the globe. Mm -hmm. um, very similar types of things where you have a concentration of activity, and it's really just to bring highlight to that and to showcase it. So, within the nine blocks that we chose um, and went to the city council with, you have OSF's new headquarters, right. their telemedicine <coughs> facility. You have. Um, our space that we just opened, the Riverfront Museum, mm -hmm. Ameren, um, 
the innovation hub, the proposed innovation hub, right. uh, AT&T. I mean, there's just all kinds of things that make for a really great area. Another thing too with this is that we've looked at, um, there's a movement called Strong Towns, okay. um, which is a, a national you know, movement around bringing density back to the urban core. So into your downtown, right? This we hear urban sprawl, those types sure. of things. Cities that are having success and growing right now, right have put a focus on their downtown area. So when you say bringing density back to the downtown, you mean people physically living in the downtown community? Living, working, entertainment, those types of things. Okay. That it becomes, you know, if you look at our historical maps and all those types of things, I think right. the population we have now, if you scale it back, was concentrated in a much smaller area. Right. Um, and that happens in downtown. So a lot of our uh, cities that we compare ourselves to or, um, you know, try to measure against, mm -hmm. they've done that. Okay. So, and there's been a lot of work happening in that space for the past several years sure. with the redevelopment of the warehouse district, those types of things. But, you know, we kind of looked at the, the central business district has been kind of forgotten mm -hmm. um, in that core area in downtown. So that's kind of why we picked that, that nine block area. So to your point, yeah, it, the goal is to, uh, to bring in some companies, to bring in workers. A lot of that's already going to be happening with the things that are going on. Mm -hmm. um, but what else can we do to bring more of those things together, whether it be places to eat, uh, entertainment options, but also the workers. Uh, and that's where we've had some conversation with like Verizon and some others around in increasing um, Wi-Fi, public Wi-Fi, those yeah. types of things yeah. in that area. Important things that people want to have while they're in those areas. Exactly. It makes a lot of sense. That's really interesting. Um, and I think it, it does make a lot of sense, you know, and the city of Peoria has a lot of advantages. And, and I hear, you know, in my circles as well, there, there tends to be more conversation about what we don't have versus celebrating the successes that we do have. And right. I think we do have a lot of successes to celebrate. So I appreciate your vision for that. And, and your, I know that you push that, that dialogue a lot in yep. the conversations that we've had. And, and, and the other things that I've seen is, you know, we really need to be collectively working to share Mm -hmm. in the successes of all of us for Absolutely. this community and really helping people not only outside of our region but in our region <laughs> to understand how many great things are here yeah. and how it can benefit them personally and professionally. Absolutely. Just a side note on that real quickly. Um, there's an organization um, called Revitalize or Die. It's kind of a okay. abrupt organization name, but uh, what they're doing is pretty, pretty interesting. And we've actually reached out to them, have a call with them on Thursday about hosting a Civic Pride workshop here in Peoria. Okay. So this guy is really good at, you know, talking about, um, you know, restoring people's belief and, and interest and support, as you're mentioning, right. around their community, um, and is now kind of going out and doing these workshops in different communities. So we're going to host one here, not sure when yet, um, but we'll tackle the very thing you're talking about, around the people here understanding all the positive things that we do have, not focusing on what we don't have, and right. how do you go out and promote that? Right, because you can't, it's like anything else. If you're trying to change culture within any organization, mm -hmm. if you don't change it inside first, the outside's never going to be able to realize it. They're not going to see it. Exactly. Because it, it's not, it doesn't become real. It mm -hmm. just becomes a message, yeah. I think, at that point. So I, I think it's, you know, we talk about that even at the YMCA in our circles of, as we're trying to develop our culture. Mm -hmm. it, it has to start internally before it's going to become successful outside of the organization. Absolutely. So I, I definitely agree with that. Um, 
But this work isn't all just pure Innovation Alliance. No, absolutely right? not. You've got a ton of partners, and I was looking on the Innovation Alliance website page, and you have a lot of them listed on there, mm -hmm. but I also know that the Greater Peoria Economic Development Council, the Chamber of Commerce, mm -hmm. city government, all of those places are, are really embracing this and supporting this. So how does that all work when you have all of those different entities? Right who have um, you know, their own visions and their own responsibilities. How do you guys all come together to make sure that you're doing this um, in a way that's gonna prove to be successful? Yeah, absolutely. Well, it kind of all goes back to, I guess, how we label ourselves as an organization or an entity. And mm. what we're doing has been somewhat defined now through the Kauffman Foundation out of Kansas City. Okay. So they're kind of the leading entrepreneurial foundation in the United States. Mm -hmm. um, they, they do a lot of programming, education things, but they have coined this term, um, which we've been doing it for several years, but there wasn't a name for it. It's just entrepreneurial ecosystem building. Okay. Right, so ecosystem building is really this networked approach, right, and that's where we bring in the partners of, we're all just different nodes, right? Mm -hmm. And what we're trying to do as an organization is, is connect them together. So, and really the entrepreneurs then become, they're at the center of that network. So with these other organizations, I think, I just, I'm, I'm proud to say too, I think we've seen this, unpre I call say unprecedented collaboration, yeah. right, amongst these various organizations over the past year or so, mm -hmm. um, getting involved in, you know, initiatives that we're working on together, uh, where we're partnering on things. A good example is this uh, Greater Peoria Homecoming event we had right. last Friday. Right. Um, it was a collaboration between ourselves, the EDC, the Chamber, and their Young Professionals Group, mm -hmm. uh, and the Convention of Visitors Bureau, okay. right? That, those four groups, or the other three, right? That just doesn't happen a lot, right. um, but it's really been good to see this collaboration. And we put on an event to attract um, some of our alumni and past residents back to the area, show them the good stuff that's going on, mm -hmm. with the hope that they might look at the area a little bit differently and change their perspective. and you know, think about moving back or telling their friends, that type of thing. So, and that, that has been repeated. That collaboration has continued to be repeated across several different initiatives and things that are going on, you know, currently right now in the area. Yeah, that's, that's really cool. So the, you talked earlier about, you know, part of your work in the Innovation Alliance is, is to develop capital, mm -hmm. money, mm -hmm. right? So that you can help, you know, share that with some of these startup businesses and entrepreneurs help get them off the ground is what I'm assuming is what it's used mm -hmm. for. So, it, it, you know, in my line of work at the YMCA and the nonprofit sector, the, the charitable sector, we're finding and we're seeing, and this isn't just lo a, a local thing or a local trend, it's a national trend. The more collaboration that take place, it seems like there's more willingness to from funding sources to get behind those types yeah. of things. Yeah. And I know we're seeing that here locally with, with some of our local foundations and things like that when we start to apply for grants, we're, mm -hmm. really, we're really being, um, you, you get scored better if you've got reasonable and smart collaborations to help do this. Absolutely. Rather than duplicating services across the community, let's yeah. work together and strengthen the services so that we're really having some lasting impact. Yeah. And so I imagine that that, those collaborations that you described from innovation, an innovation perspective are probably helpful in helping you to develop some of that capital. Oh, that absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's true from a, a national perspective too. Um, you know, we're working with the Kauffman Foundation as well as uh, four other states on something we can't announce yet, but will be pretty <laughs> exciting for the area that's going to be coming nice up. Tease there. Yeah, it's going to be coming up in April. Um, <laughs> that it'll be, I mean, 
it'll be globally recognized, which is great. Mm -hmm. But we're finding the same thing of, yeah, you, you put a, a, a memorandum of understanding, an MOU together right. across right. four or five organizations and go apply for a grant, you have a lot better, better chance. So yeah, we're seeing that here locally too. Um, specifically in our partnership with the EDC. Mm. Um, and when you go to the federal level for grants through like the EDA and the Department of Commerce, right, that it does, it looks, it looks great. Yeah. So yeah. it's just getting people to understand too when you're, um, you know, when you're trying to help these startups of the diversifying risk. Mm. Um, that's been a challenge, at least in our area. There have been some things that haven't, haven't gone so well. So some people are somewhat hesitant to invest in startups, right? But I think there's a model that works well. We, we kind of um, have a sister city, if you will, in terms of our efforts, which is Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Okay, yep. Heard Very similar size. Yeah, they've got a lot of great things going on. Yeah. Um, they raised, um, with their seed fund, they raised $1.7 million. Wow. And then they invested that money in 40 companies over four years. And then um, just this last year, right, two thirds of those companies are still in existence. Okay. They've created almost 100 jobs, direct jobs, and then they've created a couple hundred indirect jobs through service providers and okay. things like that. And I'd say that's, that's successful, right? I mean, they've, they've done what they set out Sounds to do. Sounds successful to me. Yeah, and now I think it's been successful enough that they're out raising $30 million to do another fund wow. because people loved what they did. How much was the first go around? 1.7. To 30. To 30. So big jump, but they yeah. believed in what they did and, the, and they did some great things with that money. So wow. that's kind of what we're targeting is a, a small amount to start. Let's put, you know, and with that, it works of putting $20,000 into, you know, multiple companies for a, a small exchange of equity, and then you grow from there. So yeah. Awesome. That, that is really interesting. The next thing I want to talk about, I know we're getting short on time, but the Peoria Innovation Hub, yep. which is the old ICC building downtown, right? Mm -hmm. Um, and I know that there was a press conference a few weeks ago. The governor was in town. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of dignitaries were in town. A lot of high-powered people are really excited about this. And the one thing that I've learned through my research is that that innovation hub is a part of an Illinois innovation network, mm -hmm. which there are 15 of those Correct. across the state. Yep. Um, so my question would be for that is um, what what is the hub going to do for innovation in our community? Mm -hmm. But even beyond that, this whole innovation network, what, what's going to happen across the state? And will the things that happen in our hub here mm -hmm. um, be supportive to other things that are going on across the state and vice versa? Yeah, that's a great question. So yeah, it's, it's part of a larger network. Um, we've recently got a little bit more engaged and involved in that. It's primarily been um, OSF, the EDC, okay. uh, and ICC have been kind mm -hmm. of heading that up. So we've, we've stepped in and offered our help from, I guess, from the grassroots side of getting the entrepreneurial community engaged and involved in that effort. Okay. Okay. Um, so working very closely with them, uh, we're meeting on a weekly basis, planning things. By the way, I just have to make a, a plug for, we have a, no, a holiday mixer coming up yeah. um, next Wednesday okay. from five to seven at the space down on, on uh, Adam Street. Okay. And it's really intended to be, we call it collisions between the dignitaries, the business people, but also the entrepreneurs, right? right? Of getting everybody <laughs> in the same room, just casual hangout, you know, and then we're treating it as just kind of a, hey, here's what's coming in 2020. Mm. Um, and here's, let's celebrate the success we've had this year. It's been a monumental year, I think, in terms of the growth of our overall ecosystem. Yep. Um, so let's, let's celebrate it, right, and get together. So, but to your point, yeah, this, this Peoria location is one of many across the state. 
Um, they're uh, primarily in university, state university areas. Uh, we were one of the only ones that is not, um, but we do have that great relationship with the University of Illinois College of Medicine, mm -hmm. as well as OSF and right. everything that's going on uh, at JUMP and everything. Right, so right. it makes sense. Um, I think we're we're kind of out in front of most of the others, which is oh, yeah. great. That's good. Um, it's always good to be a leader. It is good to be a leader. So, but I think that the intent is exactly what you said: is that as we build out programming mm -hmm. and even just the blueprint that we lay in terms of operations, funding, the components of the space itself, whether that be co-working, uh, a maker space, those types of things, can serve as a blueprint, you know, to the other locations, and I think that will be the same as the other places come online, right? If they have relationships with corporations or they're teaching classes that might be interesting here that it's intended to be this kind of sharing right. network across the state um, that where we can share resources and programming and, and things like that. So that's happening from a state perspective. We're also working with um, our organization specifically are working with Kauffman Foundation. They just released a um, a new business plan for America, really, essentially, that's okay. focused on growing entrepreneurship. Okay. Um, and it's targeted at policymakers at the local, state, and national level. Okay. Um, what can those entities do, right, in terms of uh, policy changes or enhancements or whatever to help support the continued growth of entrepreneurship? That's, so. an, that's an interesting <coughs> point because connecting that kind of private industry with with the public and with legislation is is really, I imagine, pretty critical, yeah. right, from yeah. that policy standpoint. And I don't know that I didn't necessarily draw that linkage just until you brought it up. So mm -hmm. um, it's it's good to hear that that's going on. I know that advocacy work is important. I know we mm -hmm. do it in our line of work where we, we spend time in Springfield and in D.C., and those relationships are absolutely critical. And I know that when I saw um, there's a video out there mm -hmm. of um, – the press conference that took place at the Innovation Hub. Yeah. It, the governor was there. Brian Spain was there. Um, um, Jahan, Jahan was there, Gordon yeah. Booth, Booth was there. All of them were there, and um, they were and they were a part of the video too. And I know they were really excited about it. And some of the messages they were sending: this is going to really change the landscape mm -hmm. for Peoria yeah. over time. So I know there's a lot of energy about it. But it sounds like it's still kind of being developed. It is, and I think yeah, and I think the key thing, and and uh, Philip, our board president, has kind of coined this term of culture before concrete. Yeah. Right. Like the the physical <clears throat> space, and there's lots of, of articles and things about the physical space is always important mm -hmm. for a community, but you have to have that culture yeah. built first. So, which, even though everybody would like to be ready to do construction like right now, it's important for us to continue to build the culture. You know, the ecosystem, making the connections, holding the events, right. getting everybody together, so that when the doors do open, everybody's ready to go. Yeah. It's not a build it and they will come. It's build it and they're already here type of thing yeah. so and that's what like we're intending that. to do so yeah we have a phrase in my line of work where culture eats strategy mm -hmm. right if you don't have the right culture it doesn't matter what your strategy Absolutely. is you're going to struggle no yeah. matter what well jake any final thoughts on innovation that we didn't cover that you'd like to share how do people get involved yeah so we have a lot of ways to get involved um we have our various websites we have social media channels um there's ways for people to volunteer their time um to mentor those types of things so one thing we didn't get a chance to talk about just briefly touch on is our space on main street pure okay. made yeah, pure made just opened at 315 main um it's kind of a a hodgepodge of things, but it's intended to be kind of a community space. So the front portion is this retail incubator. 
We're working with uh, 15 local artists and artisans right now that have their work displayed there. Okay. Great place to do Christmas shopping if you want to do uh, local stuff, okay. right? All unique, you know, one of a kind types of things from our local okay. artisans and makers. Uh, we're having it, we're calling it a, um, a co-thinking lounge. Mm -hmm. So a smaller where people could work. Uh, in the back, we have a learning lab, all whiteboard walls that's intended for education opportunities. So okay. people want to teach classes um, around entrepreneurship or anything, right? The mm -hmm. space is available either where we're going to host or people can pay, to, uh, you know, to rent the room. And then in the back, we're actually working with Peoria Life yeah. uh, to have a remote podcast studio that people can come in uh, and utilize and uh, be able to maybe start their podcasts, okay. you know, figure out what it's like, that type of thing. So, cool. yeah, that space is at 315 Main, uh, open 9 to 5, Monday through Friday, and then we're shooting for 10 to 2 So would that, would that space be available for, let's say, someone has a youth a youth program, an after-school program with mm -hmm. kids, somebody that I, I know, obviously, the YMCA has those. Mm -hmm. Would that be a space where we could bring a group of kids and have them introduced to this whole concept and, and is that something that could happen? Yeah, that's where we were just talking about that this morning around making a space for introductory types of things. Yeah. Like we um, have a partnership with River City Labs, the makerspace. Okay. Right there, we're talking about putting a 3D printer in there, right? Well, that's not a place to go do heavy, like yeah. a lot of 3D printing, but right. if people are inter inter interested in it and want to just learn about it, right. Okay, come to an introductory class, you know, for 45 minutes, and the guys from River City Labs are going to talk to you about what 3D printing is, how it's used, okay. that type of thing. And then really, we want to use that space as a jumping off point for the next phase, right? You come in and get educated on it, and then we're going to connect you with a resource that can help you take it to the next thing. Some people may not want to, that's fine. But here's, you know, here's River City Labs, and they're going to, you know, if you want to get more involved, go talk to them. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. Jake, thank you. Yes, thank appreciate you. appreciate your time today. I appreciate your knowledge. I appreciate your passion for this. And I look My forward pleasure. to not only seeing the success, but finding out how I can be a part of it, and even our organization, the YMCA. How can we get connected to this, to this work and, and be supportive of, you know, of elevating the community of Peoria and helping to make it better? Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you, everyone, for joining us this week. Um, I want to wish everyone out there a very Merry Christmas, a Happy New Year, and we look forward to seeing you next month on Our Community. PeoriaLife.com.